You are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. I'm DJ Impact, and I got Sin City Steve. I, I, I think we did this right, right? until we uh until we go back and try to find this live feed and we can't see it anywhere (laughs) then we know that uh then we know what happened right i think that's the case but good man it's good to see you as uh everyone who may or may not uh be able to see us we don't have half of our crew here uh matt michaels of course he is um he is away he actually had been planned to be away from for some time and um having a little r&r which he needs some we we can all relate to that all right so um and then uh and then we don't have um simon street with us tonight hopefully he will be back uh next show so we'll see what's going on uh with that so with that, man, it's just going to be me and you, Sin City Steve. We'll see what happens. We'll do our best to entertain, and uh, <laughs> we will go from there. I'm running more than I normally run, folks. So um, if I look like I'm really confused, that's only because uh, there's a lot going on here, and I'm just um, trying to figure it all out. All right. There we go. I think that takes care of some of that. All right. So let's get right into it, man. Uh, another week of wrestling. Uh, Monday Night Raw. Let's just get right into that. Um, I mean, before we get to the 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 main event and everything, overall, I mean, I guess the show wasn't it wasn't too bad. Um, I think I think you you start to. Um, grow a certain tolerance of <laughs> of what you see from raw and you just either just going to just hate it or you just you just live with it and i think at this moment i'm in like the live with it moment and you know and there's been times there's been times in i will say it's been a while but there's been times in raw history i mean for christ they've been on for what 30 plus years if that yeah yeah, yeah. That I've had these moments before where I'm like, uh, I mean, there was one time I I think I probably took like two years off of wrestling. And this was yep. probably, yeah. And I was just like, yep. ah. So, and this probably would be one of those moments, but it's so much going on and everything that it's like, okay, I, I still got to watch it. So, I mean, saying all so that. True. Yeah. <laughs> you know, saying that, um, like I said, I thought the show was all right. I, uh. Uh, what's going on with um, the match with, um, and I'm trying to remember because I actually watch all of Raw, which I never do. Charlotte had a match with um, um, 
What's up? What's up, Shayna? Shayna. Yeah. Shayna. Yeah. Yeah. And um, any guesses as to who won that shit? <laughs> yeah. Um, <sighs> I'm waiting for Shayna to have have that moment. I talked about it last week, but um, yeah, I, I I guess they're really gonna build on the Shayna, um, you know, having the beef with Nia Jax, and I don't know. I mean, I, I it could it could be it could play out well, I guess, but. Eh. I, I mean, it, realistically, if you're if you're a fan of Shayna Baszler mm-hmm. or appreciate her work, I mean, realistically, you just have to you have to appreciate the fact that she's being seen on TV, yeah. whether or not she's being booked to lose every single match that she's in. Yeah. I mean, she has she hasn't gotten a win on the main roster in a singles match in over a year. Right. Uh, it's it's you know it. Definitely, uh, I'm I'm a fan of Shayna. I, I think that I think yeah. she's awesome. I think that she was booked extremely well in NXT. Right. Um, realistically speaking, I I would actually love to see her get drafted back to NXT. Mm. Um, but with you know with the changes that ha- that happened this week, right? And uh, you know if the rumors are in fact true that NXT is going to be a Bruce Pritchard Vince McMahon production, right? Then I mean, I don't know how how much it's going to differ which show that she's on. Unfortunately, that's true. But that part yeah, is true. Impact Impact. I feel you on the on the Stockholm syndrome on Raw, though, man. It's <laughs> like, it, I mean, it, it, dude, they've got they've got you they've got you kidnapped for three hours. So, yeah. you know, yeah, make the best of it, I guess. You know, the thing is, is when you want to have a good storyline. That's what keep your interest, and I'm, and, I, and I mean, and that's part of my issue sometimes with, with AEW as well when we talk about because, you know, again, I mean, I and I'll, I'll talk about it when we get over there because when we talked about what, with Adam Cole and, and Kazarian, again, it's the same deal. I mean, great match, but there's no story, so it's one of those things where, with me, it's sometimes hard to get invested in the match if there's not a whole lot that's going on are you telling me there is one and i'm not sure of it yeah okay uh, so so what what a better way for adam cole who is in the the elite to make his debut than to go one-on-one with the elite hunter and someone that they've built up for weeks on end frankie kazarian okay uh, but it again we'll talk about a okay i got down you the road but yeah yeah but yeah, like I, I, I totally feel you. Um, it seems like almost as if they're just trying to throw things on the wall right now with Raw and see what sticks. Yeah. Um, I it, mean, the, it, it definitely feels like as if we're spiraling toward the the draft and just right. being experimental with stuff, which I'm sure. cool with. Damian Priest and Jeff Hardy, I can get with it. I can get with oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and the thing is, I mean, Priest, I, I think that, it's it's great that so many people are now starting to see how good Damian Priest actually is. Right. Um, I mean, for those of us that happen to follow his career through Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. you know his his time in in you know Feds before that. Right. Um, he, we we're all we're all hip to his work. Yeah. And it's it's great that he's able to show that week in and week out on national TV. Mm-hmm. Um, there. It, there were, you know, a couple of timing things, but realistically, very, very solid match by Priest and Absolutely. and and Hardy as well. I mean, it takes two, but yeah, um, you know, both guys, both guys did pretty well, and uh, it was it was definitely uh, one of the better matches uh, on the show. 
Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I mean, they did kick it off, so we got a chance to see, uh, well, not kick it off, but eventually saw the Bobby Lashley versus uh, Randy Orton match, which, you know, I really didn't know how that was going to go. I really thought maybe Orton was going to really, you know, possibly, well, you know, why not? I mean, yeah. <laughs> so imp impact, but, I have to ask. but I didn't know. Wait, I have wait, to wait. ask you. Let me tell you, I didn't know that Biggie, let's start from there. I didn't know that he had sent out uh, a tweet that he was really going to cash in that money in the bank. Now, if I would have saw that, then I would have been like, oh, this is not happening. But I don't follow any I don't follow any wrestlers. The truth is out there, guys. I don't I don't follow. The truth is out there. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't follow any wrestlers at all. And so, I mean, I would be I, I wouldn't get any work done, man. My real job, you know, I, I'd be always looking at, oh, my God, she said that. Oh, he said that. You know, it'd just be constantly looking at, <laughs> uh, you know, well, tweets and IG messages all day. So if I would have saw that, I probably would have known. But not knowing that, I was like, oh, well, you know, maybe, you know, Orton will uh, do this. And then uh, and, and, I, and even up to the point to when Big E actually said, I think middle of the show, that he's now going to cash it in. I still didn't know. So I was like, he ain't going to really. And I'll be, and I'll, I didn't know, and I'll even be true. <laughs> even when it came to the match, right? When he finally cashed it in, I was like, man, they're not going to ring the bell. Someone's going to get involved and it's going to stop. I mean, I was saying all of that. Like, I'm just knowing this is not going to really happen. And then when I finally saw that, oh no, this is really happening, then I knew he had to win from that point when I was convinced that there was no gimmicks involved. I was like, oh, well, he's going to win it. And um, I think that's a good thing, right? I'm we've always been fans of Big E, and it's oh, yeah. and it's great that he's finally have this moment. What was your take when you actually um, you know, saw that he he was going to do this? So when I saw it on social media, mm -hmm. I was number one. I was I was pretty surprised to see that he was calling his shot. But keep in mind, we have mentioned that the people with the Money in the Bank briefcase. I mean, by default, that's almost a heel type of a gimmick to give somebody mm, because mm -hmm. they're going to blindside somebody from behind and cash in and, you know, do right. all that kind of stuff. And we've mentioned on the show in the past that it really does define a babyface to be able to say, hey, I'm going to challenge you at this particular show or on this night or right. whatever the situation might be. And then to actually have that happen to, you know, I, I do have to ask. Yeah. So the the numerous times that they showed Big E kind of hanging out. Yeah. Uh, it you know backstage did 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 any of those things click for you like it so nothing 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 was uh, hitting home for you until it actually happened. Yeah. I mean nice. that's what I knew it was really going to happen. I mean because like I say halfway during the show he did say I am I think he was talking to uh, New Day he was like I'm going to cash this yeah. in so I'm like. Okay, well, he can't really he can't say he's going to cash it in and not cash it in. So I guess he's going to cash it in. But then when it actually took place and he came down to the ring, I was still a little bit doubtful. Like, okay, he's going to cash it in, but something's going to happen for it not to happen. You know, I was really thinking it was one of those things was going to take place. So, yeah. yeah so when I finally saw, because nobody, who announces that? Who announces oh, that? They're, oh, that's not only, how money in the oh, bank. Works. Only, only like purebred babyface. Like only, mm. only somebody that's not going to ambush somebody from behind. And I, I legitimately think that this was the best way to do it. Yeah. Rather than to have him come, you know, after you know, after Lashley was 
was already beaten down. He already gave him warning that he was going to do this. <laughs> right. You know, so yeah. if he wouldn't have, you know, fired off those warning shots on social media or in the promos or right. anything like that to kind of get everybody prepared, then I think that, uh, you know, it would be, uh, I don't want to say looked at less, but yeah. it would have, it wouldn't have been as purely defined of, of a baby face type of a move. Sure. Um, now, you know, the reasoning behind why they chose to, to pull the trigger on this now is really debatable. Um, was it because of Monday night football? Was it because of ratings from other wrestling shows? Was it for reason A, reason B, reason X, Y, Z? Who knows? Well, I think we got to um, kind of discuss a little bit on that. I think on some three count topics. So, um, yeah, I mean, that, that all could be, could be all the above. <laughs> Who knows? But, um, definitely. but they definitely went with it. So, um, let's see, let's see how it goes. Nevertheless, I'm proud to see that he is the champion and, um, yeah, uh, let's, let's just see how, how, how that happens. So, uh, going right into SmackDown because we're we're kind of putting all the WWE together. I know I separate NXT, but you know it needs its separation right now. <laughs> Except it it's brand new. Um, <sighs> it's 2.0. <laughs> but uh, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but SmackDown, um, man, as always, uh, I'm I'm now now Steve. That's where I love. I love SmackDown. It's yeah. rarely anything I watch on there that I just go, man. I mean, even <laughs> um, even Apollo Cruz attacking uh, Nakamura again. I'm like, I'll take that. I'll take that. It's a, it's a shame that Matt Michaels isn't here to shit all over Apollo <laughs> Cruz making a return. Like. Come yeah, on, man. Yeah, I don't you know, know. You know that we'll have to, we'll have to get some sort of a diatribe from Michaels at some point, right. ripping into uh, you know Commander Aziz and Apollo <laughs> Cruz showing up. Yeah, so. oh yeah, I already hear it right now. You know, but uh, but it was great to see that whole thing. And, it, and by the way, that attack came out of nowhere. It was so great how they did that because, I mean, they literally are just partying on the announce table, and like, how do you? It just. I don't know. It it, it must have just happened fast because even the fans didn't respond to a after it happened, you know. So right. it, it was it was a good spot for that to happen. But overall, man, I um, Roman Reigns is just. Um, did you? Let me ask you this: Did you ever think Roman was going to get to this point in his career? Because earlier it was just not looking good for him, and no one wasn't no. buying nothing. And I was like, "What are we gonna do <laughs> with Roman?" Hey. <laughs> Dude, all I have to say is yeah. suffer and suck a tash, son. <laughs> yeah. Like that that epitomizes the babyface run of Roman Reigns. Right. Just, you know, saying these things that are obviously force fed to him that are in no way, shape, or form how anybody could ever picture him actually talking. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, realistically, now that he's in this situation, um, at first I was, I was kind of in disbelief that he would be able to actually grow and, you know, prosper the way that he has. But the fact of it all is that he has risen to the occasion. And then some like he is the number one with a bullet in WWE for yeah. either show. And right. it's, it, it, it's awesome to see it because he is in the best part of his career, the best run yeah. of his career right now. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's one of those things that 
we are realistically witnessing a an amazing transformation. Right. Somebody that started off in one particular way, fans, they took to him until he started talking, yeah. and then they rejected him. Right. And so what? He goes away, comes back, completely reinvents himself. Right. And just it, unbelievable. Unbelievable. I wonder, was that kind of his idea it, to say, "Hey, you know, Vince, you know, I," because I believe when you at when you're at that level, when you're at his level, John Cena, you know, The Rock, all when you're at that level, at some point you can have a little bit of say on on to what you want your character to be, and I think that must have been a conversation that he must have had, and they was like. <laughs> You know, at this point of what we're going through right now and and COVID and no audiences and everything, it can't be a bad deal. So roll with it. You know, if you feel that you can make this role happen, go with it. It's, it's my assumption of, of, of what must have happened. And he's just he's just been selling it ever since. And of course, having Paul Heyman by your side, that's gold. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and 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 Paul is just it's just great because I'm watching him and you're you're going like um like what are you doing Paul are you are you Team Roman or are you Team Brock you know now you're selling out Brock on on, on here call yep. it saying he's full of fear I'm like Brock showed no fear it's just great you know watching that um yeah man I um uh, and shout out to everybody in our chat we see you on there um we got John on there and Chris. Uh, and a few others. Just thanks for coming through. Normally, I I will be trying to uh, type as well, but I'm I'm running all the boards here today, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I won't respond as much. So if you see a chat in city that someone's saying, throw yep. it in there, man. In uh, in fact, I'll uh, I'll go ahead and do it. Yeah. I mean, John John just says uh, Roman Reigns finally transcended into the megastar that Vince envisioned when he was forced down our throats years ago. Right. Good on Roman. Acknowledge him. Right. Without question. But you know what? That was pro that definitely Vince's vision in terms of where he wanted to be. But that wasn't Vincent, uh, Vince's vision in terms of the way he wanted him to get there. I I, I think like what I was just saying. Something need to happen to make that change, and I, it seemed I, that would be a great question when, at some point in Roman's career, for someone to ask him. During that time you you left, did you have that moment of I can't go back being this 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 babyface anymore? I just can't. Because if it was up to Vince, I think he would have allowed him to still be that way. How many times have we wanted John Cena? To have that heel moment. I had it so many times. It's not the fact I didn't like John Cena, because I do like John Cena, but there were moments just for a little bit. I wanted him yeah. to just go over, you know, and just be just a heel for a moment. And I and it was a few times I thought they was about to tease that and let that happen. And I was excited for it, but they still didn't. They never pulled it. So yep. <laughs> Dude, it, it it it's so crazy. I mean, you know, for the longest time the the whole the whole thing was okay. Well, I'll, you know, the, the rumor was that they would turn Cena Hill if they found somebody to replace him as top babyface, and they never could. Right. They never could find anybody to replace him. And realistically, that's why you never saw any kind of a Cena Hill turn um, for better or for worse. I mean, whether it was because they never developed anybody or whether, you know, people just didn't take to 
anybody that was attempting to be developed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the fact of the matter is that, yeah, there wasn't anybody to replace Cena. So he was kind of locked in uh, the babyface role the right. entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some other things, man, on SmackDown. So, of course, it, you know, we got a chance to see a, a tag team match with Biggie Balor and the Usos. Again, great match. Um, we, uh, I, you know, I got a chance. I didn't really get to see the match match, but uh, happy Corbin. <laughs> Attack Kevin Owens. Oh, man. I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the gimmick, man. I, they didn't do so much during the Madison Square Garden show. They left so much out that, you know, I was, there's a lot of things that, I, that they have been building on. I wanted to see, yeah. and and he's one of them. Um, another one I'm glad they brought back was the Naomi uh, sort of confrontation. Yes. I, I don't know why they skipped on that one last week either. I, I wanted to see more of that too. I, I, I is is this possibly going to get Sonya? You think back in the ring? Is that where this headed? No. I so I I have a pretty interesting okay. thought. Okay. I mean, what? So let's say Sonya doesn't give Naomi her her shot. Okay. Her match. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe you have to go to the head of the table in order to get your match. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, Naomi definitely has a connection <laughs> to the family. Right. <laughs> Do we see the first female member of the bloodline? Mm-hmm. Okay. I I'm like just that. saying. I like that. Okay. That's a perfect angle. That's a perfect angle. Sure. Sure. And... Yeah, yeah, and and yeah. the chat is right on top of it. They're they're saying the exact same thing. Yeah, you know, okay. Get Naomi with the bloodline, acknowledge her. Yeah, Hell yes, do that. That is awesome. I, yeah, that would man. Okay, I'm with that. I'm with that right there. Um, yeah, because at first I'm just kind of like I, I know that we I did a report saying that uh, Sonya was supposed to have been a part of. I guess money in the bank or something, and they and they end up yeah. pulling that. So I didn't know she was actually ready to come back to compete. So when I began to see this kind of talking back, I'm like, well, maybe they're trying to aim to get her back in there, and that's the way. But I like what you got going on right there. If that's if that's what they're thinking. Hey, yeah. hey, we say we say it every now and then, but Uncle Bruce, if you're listening, yeah, seriously, make it happen. They, they, make that happen, bro. Right. Absolutely. Please. Um. Just a couple other things. Uh, of course, Seth Rollins is just on fire uh, as usual. How about that suit? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if they ever if they ever do some sort of show or tour of his house, they got to go to that closet. That's all I want to see is all of those uh, suit jackets he's got. And bro, it's not just him. Look at his wife in the very next segment. <laughs> I mean, she was wearing some outlandish shit too. She was, uh, yeah. So they 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 just have some impeccable fashion sense. That's all that can be said. Pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they do, and um, yeah, the whole rivalry with that. It, I guess they're gonna have. He wants to have one more match, which I got to be honest with you, I actually don't mind. See, there's just certain times. I know we we sometimes get annoyed seeing some of the same matches happen time after time after time. But there are just some that, you know, you can listen. There are wrestling uh, chants of people that go fight forever. 
And, you know, if you're going to get that, then why does it matter if you fight one, two, three, four times? If you're enjoying the match, like truly enjoying it the way that you're chanting, then why not see it again? And those two right there, I tell you, um, I'm just wondering how they're going to play this out because he he made it seem like he, he might show up at the man's house if he don't show up, <laughs> you know? So, dude, it, yeah. yeah, but I'm loving it, this. Yeah. Go ahead, man. It, it, it's cra- it's crazy, but I think that I think you've got to, you know, you've got to look a little bit deeper. What what is the end game to this? Are they going to have a loser leaves kind of a match, um, or are they finally going to add the first stipulation to a match at Extreme Rules? I don't know if you're aware of this, but unless and when I was doing some show prep, mm-hmm. I was looking over matches that they've announced for Extreme Rules. Okay which is normally a gimmick match pay-per-view, I'm not seeing any kind of a gimmick match. Like, mm. everything is just, just a, a, a standard a standard match. Yeah. Are they are they going to make it an Extreme Rules match between those two? We'll see. Yeah. And we, you know, and are we going to, I mean, we didn't even see Edge this past week, so he's got to show up Friday if he's going to be a gotta part be. of it. I mean, yeah. Have, have him come have him come out in like a like a neck brace or something like that make him look all vulnerable and then yeah you know have him like rip it off and beat the hell out of seth or something now see i'm about to be talking out of my ass for a second so just play along with this okay but see this hey, is hey, what... you, you, you don't you don't have to give that kind of a qualifier <laughs> we have people on this show that do that every week and they don't give that qualifier hey, true 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 but this is when i think if you had like the ultimate booking of having collaborations of, of the companies, right? Wouldn't that be awesome that as Seth is really finally about to just end edge period, somehow that brings in the impact world champion to come save. Like, wouldn't that just be huge to, to hear it? You know what I mean? Again, so that would, that, that would be, that would be amazing. It, it would but- be. <laughs> In, in order for that to happen, the kids have to get along at the lunch table. And I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. I know, soon. I know, I know. But I'm just saying, I was thinking about that. Would, wouldn't that just been great for that? Oh, yeah. You know, in, in, in fact, have the uh, brood music to hit. And they're like, what's going on? And, man. Whew. All right. Anyways. Uh, and, of course, the end of SmackDown, we had um, Bianca Belair, her homecoming uh, which and we got a chance to see Kane, <laughs> the yeah. mayor of Knoxville. So mayor how, Kane, yeah, man. I, I was I was hoping. I'm like, man, um, it looked like you're knocking out two jobs at once, you know, because <laughs> you don't want to be uh, supposed to be doing one job and add another. But you could, you know, you could talk to your constituents and be a part of a wrestling show at the same time. I mean, come on, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You can't go wrong. And and keep in mind, I mean, uh, Kane yeah. distributed the the world's largest key to Bianca Belair to the entire county. It wasn't just to the city. It was to the fucking county. Right. That's when you know that this is like main event, top shelf Ma- shit. McGaffey, uh, Ma- McAfee, not McGaffey. Uh, McAfee said, um, he was like, that key opened up the, the door to help me build it in Knoxville. <laughs> the things that come to that man's mind. Dude, but- dude Pat, Pat McAfee is yeah. my favorite announcer on WWE TV. Yeah. It, it just... He's just awesome. Absolutely, man. 
but yeah, that whole thing was great. Um, I love this. I love the setup. She got her uh, her props, her love. Got them singing the Tennessee college song, apparently. And uh, Rocky Top. Yeah, and then that brought, uh, of course, Becky Lynch out there, and um, and you know she's definitely playing her heel role really good. You know, so we're gonna see uh, where all of this goes. I, I guess she'll still be holding that belt for some time. I don't, I'm not. I don't think they're ready to throw that back on uh, uh, Bianca, but you know who knows. You know, I mean, technically, I'm sure they took some heat from how she lost it in the first place. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, and I'm st- I'm still ain't sold on how they did that, but whatever. It is what it is. But overall, I mean, it was a, it was a good show, man. Uh, SmackDown was. Still performing great as always. SmackDown was super entertaining. Um, it's uh, it's out of all of the WWE programming, uh, out of all of the shows, SmackDown is by far the easiest watch for me every single week. Um, yeah, it 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 just it never really lets down. I mean, there are some you know some things here and there that are like eh, whatever, but it's not like Raw where it's over half the show. They have to make some changes, I guess, for the draft. So yes. with that, is the goal? I mean, the goal is, to, of course, to keep SmackDown strong, but they have to make Raw better. To do that, are we going to have to take some from SmackDown over to Raw to help do that? Yep. And yeah, and so I mean, so the name that the name that jumps off the page immediately for me, anyway, is Finn Balor. Okay. You send Finn Balor over to Raw, yeah. and obviously, I think that you know that will that will allow you to end up moving like maybe a Bobby Lashley over to SmackDown, yeah. Um, which which I think really would um, go extremely well. Um, I don't know. Maybe you have Bobby Lashley show up on SmackDown, and people start cheering him because he's this you know just an unstoppable badass. Um, yeah. MVP is going to be off TV for a little while. So yeah. without having MVP get in the way and, uh, you know, you know, cut those heel promos, maybe uh, they push Lashley as the, uh, the unstoppable baby face. Who hmm. knows? Yeah, possibly. And over in the chat, looks like uh, uh, Javon is letting his feelings out. He says, raw sucks, period. That's all he's got to say. <laughs> raw sucks. Don't worry, Javon. We going to get raw. We going to get raw back to it should be, you know, we, we got some good, we gonna pull some good names out of the uh, out of the draft. So, <laughs> but the we'll first about that. the first draft though is gonna be first draft first round pick Roman Reigns to SmackDown. <laughs> That's gonna be number yes. one. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna make sure that the head yeah. of the table stays right where he is. Exactly. Um, but you know what? Oh, we- John John actually has a really good point. Oh, what do you say? And he he just says set up Brock versus Lashley that way. Finally. Oh, finally. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. does uh, honestly is that it, does need to happen. Is it is it real legitimate heat between the two? Or is it just that they uh, I just heard something a long time ago and maybe that was just them playing up to the idea, but I thought there was really some not that they hate each other, not, but there was some real there, uh, it, I mean, I'm sure that there's like, you know, some some competitive competitive fire between the two of them yeah but i don't think there's any like legit beef between got you okay okay got you 
All right, cool. All right, well, that, well that's a little bit of uh, Raw and SmackDown. And so let's just, for now, jump over to a little Dynamite and then the Rampage. And, um, oh, yes, yeah, John said it's back to their MMA careers. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess that would be, yeah, that would be, uh, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, definitely. So um, I, I would tell you this. I I'm gonna I'll let you start off on dynamite. And by the way, you know, you know, you can talk about the highlights. I know all I don't think everything. I watched it and I this is what my whole point is. I'm gonna say this. I I watched Dynamite and I and I enjoyed it. And I'm asking myself, why did I really enjoy the show this time? And I'm trying to make up a really, really good excuse for that, a good reason for that. And I'm thinking, and I could be wrong, but maybe it's because some of the people I'm kind of already used to seeing that's coming over from WWE. So now I'm seeing them now in that capacity. So I kind of know a little bit more of, of about them and everything. And, mm-hmm. um, and because I've watched it before, and as I watch sometimes the competitive competitiveness between AEW roster going against each other, I sometimes seem to not care. But if there's someone I see, and I think that probably makes sense, right? Because like, think about this. Adam Cole, every week, for how many years, was showing up on, <laughs> right, showing up on NXT. Frankie mm-hmm. Kazarian... Going back again. This guy's an excellent wrestler. He's awesome. But he's not somebody who Tony Khan put out there on AEW every week. So I wasn't watching him. Sometimes I literally forget about Frankie. You know, and I'm talking about since they started to now. So now when I watch the match, I realize there's two great wrestlers, but I go, uh, you know, I'm enjoying it because I like Adam Cole, but they don't they haven't pushed enough of Frankie enough for me to be really involved in that match if that really makes if that makes sense do you know what i mean of course i still enjoyed it yeah go ahead so so what you're telling me is that their strategy is working okay by by having these people whose either contract negotiations went south Mm -hmm. or their contracts expired or whatever their situation might be Mm -hmm. and they've cultivated a place where people want to come to work and so obviously you're already going to have name association with Adam Cole, largely because WWE chose to let him keep his name. Uh, they didn't give him, you know, some, some bullshit name, like, uh, you know, like fucking dirt Corvette or some shit like that. Right. And um, like, they let him be Adam Cole. Right. Um, which was the name that he had on the Indies and is a name that he had been building for several years prior to that in ring of honor and other independent promotions. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's, it's one of those things that the, yes, the familiarity is definitely going to play in without a doubt. Um, but the question becomes now when I, when I watch next week, is Frankie going to be back on there? When I watch the next week, is Frankie going to be back on there? Or we now fade him out? That's where the problem comes. Because we already know what Adam Cole, we already know what uh, Daniel uh, Bryanson going to do. We know where CM Punk is going. But what about these others? Are you going to keep 
having them on a weekly basis, and then also not having them lose, but start to build them up as well. That's the other issue that I think they need to work on. Now, so here's here's one thing to to kind of keep in mind is, of course, they have the two shows that are on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do also have two other shows on YouTube. Right. Every single, you know, every single week. So it just it just comes down to what what style necessarily of wrestling that that you like to that you like to check out but also you're we're starting to get to a pick your loyalty kind of a side um so what i mean by that is you take a look at the two talent rosters mm-hmm. and you know wwe has okay so they put out 7 hours of content every single week and that's just for you know the raw smackdown and nxt right now they have they have much more tv than that that they put out um are you going to choose to watch those shows or are you going to watch the aew shows with their i believe seven hours or close to it that they have Mm -hmm. per week because it's uh it's pretty maniacal to ask a regular wrestling fan to keep up with both feds with uh, all of the members of both rosters. Um, and it's, it's kind of interesting to keep in mind as well. Mm-hmm. WWE, they, they have the brand split, even as much as people like to give them shit about it. Right. They do still, they do still have largely separate rosters between, you know, their three shows. Right. So as, as, as a result of that, you're going to be looking at them having, um, I, I looked at the numbers and each show. So raw SmackDown and NXT, Mm -hmm. um, obviously NXT has more because they're, you know, roped in with a performance center, but, uh, raw and SmackDown, they're each, they each have about 30 to 30 to 40 members of those rosters Mm -hmm. a piece. AEW has over 95 contracted wrestlers on the roster. So the question is, is when is he going to start letting people go? (laughs) That's, that's something that I think we all need to consider is, you know, are we starting to to see a saturation point? And if we are starting to see a saturation point, are we going to see some either a releases or keep in mind, a lot of those guys signed three-year deals we're uh, a couple of years into AEW. And in fact, we could very well be coming up on that third year for a lot of people. Mm. So I think that, I think that there, uh, there are quite a few things that, uh, that need to happen and both sides, you know, need to need to self-assess their company. Um, yeah. We've ripped into WWE for their practices of when they've cut people, right? but call it what you will. They are doing everything that they can to keep their books um as efficient as they possibly can um and as efficient as wwe can be um and mikey actually makes a great point in the chat he just says it's like wanting to shop at walmart or amazon at this point so <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That, that's spot on man yeah that is. um and also um when I had mentioned the, the contract thing, uh, John is mentioning that Gargano's contract expires at the end of this year and Candace is early next year. Also, Candace mentioned Uncle Adam showing a picture of her baby picture. 
and Uncle Adam is Adam Cole. Oh, my God. Please. You know, so, as I was searching for stories to talk about for our three count, I ran into one topic that said um, a lot of the NXT contracts were worth, I guess, three year, and they're all ending at around the same time, which is, I think, one with Gargano. And they were saying part of the reason was that because they said in 2019, apparently they, as they were trying to get people to resign or sign or whatever, apparently they felt that the what they were being offered was really low uh, compared to, I guess, what they should have been maybe being offered for, I guess, being on TV and 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 whatever the case. So. Some just didn't resign or whatever the case may be. So I don't know. And, and I didn't go much into it. I just thought it was interesting that they said all that there's a lot of contracts coming all up, coming up at the same time. A lot. And so, it's not just NXT I, contracts either. My guess there is. There are a couple it, of main roster contracts that are coming up at the end of the year. Yeah. It will be very interesting. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Cesaro. Those are just three names. Right. But again. And those are all three names that would excel in AEW. But then. Or anywhere for that matter. That goes back to what you were just saying, though. What happens, though, when we had a situation where he can't really be signing anybody? I'm Exactly. Daddy Khan going to be having a son with, talk with Son Khan in a minute. <laughs> son, come here. All right. Because you spent well, a lot. Well, all I know, all that I know is Daddy Khan's got a football team that uh, is currently winless on the season, <laughs> but but uh, Little Khan has the top-rated TV show on cable the last four weeks running on Wednesday nights. Yeah. I'm just saying. That is true. But the, I'm just putting it out there. It, I guess it comes down to the dollars, though. You know, is oh, that yeah. yeah? Oh yeah, is that NFL money uh, looking a lot better than that exactly. <laughs> wrestling money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then um, yeah, go ahead. So, but yeah, uh, just to talk a little bit about yeah. uh, a little bit about this show. I mean, you you briefly touched on it. Uh, Adam Cole versus Frankie Kazarian uh, opened up the show, and really quick aside. Adam Cole's new theme is pretty fucking badass. Yeah. I got to say, like yeah. I, I, they, they knocked it out of the park with that one. Um, I just really wish that he would time out the, the, the boom with this song because it's there. <laughs> it's, it's in the, the title of the song. The title of the song is it's all about the boom. So there's uh, no way that he can't time it up to where it goes right in with uh, when they're saying it in the song. Right. So he's working um, on it, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> these uh these, these guys did definitely start off the show extremely well uh it was a a solid match nothing that you know blew the doors off or anything like that yeah but it was a, a very 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 solid tv match yeah uh they went about 11 minutes and um yeah it, it was it was good to see adam cole where i feel with no restraints. And I think that we're going to start to see that more frequently. Yeah. Um, and I've had a couple of people that are lapsed fans that I've gotten back into watching pro wrestling, mm -hmm. um, by, by, 
you know, using AEW as sort of a gateway for right. them. And um, this one, this one buddy of mine in particular did not watch NXT, did not watch Adam Cole in NXT. As soon as Cole came out, he was like, that's a fucking superstar. Yeah. That just, so the way that Adam Cole carries himself. Yeah. I mean, he's, it's not going to be too far out for the program to get him into the main event. Um, BTE, which they love to, you know, wink and nod to occasionally. Yeah. They've already started planting the seeds for uh, a Kenny Omega versus Adam Cole feud. Um, so they're, you know, they're starting to plant those seeds on that. And, um, typically one thing that you'll find is they'll run a couple of, uh, storyline experiments from time to time on BTE yeah, just to see how they get over with their core fan base that actually watched that show as well. And if the fan base pick it up and they run with it, then you start to see those things show up on AEW TV. Right. Um, Obviously not picking up where, you know, where they left off with BTE, but literally starting it and doing the same shit that they did on BTE on the program. So, gotcha. um, yeah, pretty solid stuff there. Um, as far as, uh, you know, up next, can I just say how awesome it's going to be next week to see Minoru Suzuki and Lance <laughs> Archer against John Moxley and fricking Eddie Kingston. I, it, it, that's going to be, that's going to be an awesome match. Um, it sounds like it. it. They're, they're calling it a lights out match too. So lights out matches mean anything fucking goes like no rules. Right. In, and it doesn't count against the win loss statistics either. So yeah, that's very, uh, Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to seeing that for yeah. sure. Um, Dan Lambert is one of the best promos in the entire company. Yeah. I got to give he it comes to him. out. He, he cuts a promo. He cuts a hell of a promo. Yeah. Um, and you know, he's got, he's got American top team with him. Um, he's got junior dos Santos. He's got Kayla Harrison, Andre Arlovsky, Paige Van Zant, And of course the men of the year, Ethan page and Scorpio sky. Right. Um, and so uh, they're they're just talking shit about the entire roster, and who comes out but Chris Jericho and Jake Hager. <laughs> yeah. Now, at first I thought, okay, well this is kind of weird, Jericho and Hager. But keep in mind, Jake Hager is a an MMA fighter, right? As you know, call it what you will, he is undefeated in Bellator, so. Yeah, dude, like this, this was smart booking. I think that this is going to be pretty awesome. Um, this, what I could really see happening with this mm -hmm. is you could see something like, you know, the men of the year picking up the win over, let's say a Jake Hager or something of that nature mm -hmm. um, and actually elevating those two guys. So I, 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 I think that this is going to be used as a program not to further Jericho, but this is going to be used hopefully to help build the men of the year as it should be. Hmm. So, okay. Um, Jade Cargill and legit Layla Hirsch. So this match was pretty solid. I will say this though. 
This was the longest match that Jade has had since uh, she's made her debut. Okay. And it's, it is, I don't want to say obvious, but it, uh, it was one of those things that Layla Hirsch was doing a fair amount of calling the match and, you know, getting things set up with the flow of the match. Right. So it was um, the fact that they gave them six minutes on live TV speaks volumes about the confidence that they have in both women. Um, and it worked, it worked out pretty well. I think Jade came across looking like a fucking star. Right. Um, I've, I've said it time and time again, she is the future of this women's division. Um, she definitely does need more seasoning, but as long as they continue a slow build process with her and not just rush her right to the top, then everything will be good. I agree, man. Yeah. She's definitely, um, entertaining to watch and um yeah i mean you it seriously seems i mean when you see her you automatically say man somebody's about to get beat down you know and as long as she can show that power when she have her matches and to have that look that dominance right there man would take her far hell yeah man so i'm with it shout out to jade (laughs) um from there, we had a uh, we had a Don Callis, Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson promo. Yeah, and you have you have Don Callis pitching just a little bit inside baseball, <laughs> saying that uh, the only reason why Brian Danielson signed his contract was for the betterment of the pro wrestling business, which is something that he actually said out of character. Um, so. To, for them to bring that into the storyline, I think was pretty interesting. Yeah. And then obviously for uh, Don Callis to call Don, uh, Brian Danielson a mark, just like everybody in attendance. Right. Um, that was, uh, <laughs> that was pretty fucking funny. Yeah. Um, but uh, ultimately we ended up getting a one-on-one match, not for the title, this uh, this upcoming week at AEW Grand Slam. So uh, we'll actually see that as the main event of uh, Dynamite on Wednesday next week. So it'll be Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson. No championship on the line. So when, so so when Brian beats him, <laughs> um, is that guy going to set up for the next match? And if that's the case, is Brian finally going to win that? Or are they still going to keep it on? the greatest well, champion of all time. Well, I think I think what's going to happen is we're going to we're going to actually see Brian Danielson win this match at Arthur Ashe Stadium. Mm-hmm. Um so I think that he will win the non-title match. Um AEW taking a page out of WWE's playbook, having their champion lose. They're allowed to do that every now and then. Sure. But um as long as it's not an every week kind of a thing, then I'm okay with it. Um, now, obviously, where does that put Danielson after this? Well, I think that he will be one and oh, I don't think that that, but that puts him right at the front of the line. I think that oh, that's right. You guys are about that whole statistics. <laughs> I know. The, I know, man, those damn numbers, those pesky ass numbers getting in the way. Of story oh, lines. my God. Oh, man. Okay. All right. I forgot about that. I don't, so, I don't pay no attention I, I, to that. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think that's that's what we're coming to. Um so that was uh 
that was pretty much it. I mean, there was a, a pretty throwaway main event, Moxley and Kingston versus 2.0. Yeah. Um, Boo. I, I, so I have to ask. I genuinely have to ask. Mm-hmm. Did did the uh, the guys with 2.0 or did Tony Khan or anybody in the back were they smartened up to this concept of NXT 2.0 coming? Um, because AEW has a joke tag team that everybody knows came from NXT, and they called them. 2.0 <laughs> and now the nxt product on tuesday nights is nxt 2.0 i'm just saying it's you can connect the dots wherever you will so you're saying that uh they're throwing jabs over there at uh at, at wwe oh they're they're both they're both throwing jabs you kidding yeah you kidding? Yeah, because uh, I, I Roman, guess Roman, Roman Reigns cutting the promo saying who runs New York, <laughs> right? <laughs> although, although the uh, the the uh, the tickets sold for the U at uh, the UBS Center would uh, would say otherwise. As uh, it's not over yet. Eh, AEW has <laughs> uh, a- AEW has sold uh, more tickets than WWE has for the same building. But they have different occupancies, though, right? Yeah, AEW has more seats available, and they've sold more. Mm. It's kind of kind of awkward. Well, wait, 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 wait till the time of the show, man. <laughs> <laughs> man. So, anyway, um, coming coming from Rampage, um, obviously Rampage is an hour, so it is by far the best watch of virtually any wrestling show. Um, I think, I think one hour is a great time frame in order to have a show. Yeah. Uh, if you want to have another show that's, you know, given the size of AEW's roster, obviously they have to have other programming, but, um, it just, it's, a, it's a super quick watch. Um, we had, uh, Lucha Bros versus the Butcher and the Blade for the AEW tag team championship. Uh, get everything started for, uh, for Rampage, excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, and tell me if you saw this one coming, but the Lucha Bros win in 10 minutes flat. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, I, I, don't, I don't quite know how the Butcher and the Blade became number one contenders. Uh, yeah, well, the, yeah. the commentary team was talking about that. I, don't, I didn't quite see that, but, I mean. Somehow they're undefeated, right. and their numbers look great, too. All right, I guess. <laughs> Uh, it's amazing when those yeah. numbers come into play and when they don't. It's it's like the whole uh, it's like the Goldberg from WCW theory. Like you watch Nitro one week and the guy's like twenty and zero, and then you watch Nitro <laughs> the very next week and he's forty and zero or some shit. Right. Where did those other matches come from? Well, yeah. there you go. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, I do just have to uh, point out that because uh, we were talking about two dot or two point zero. Mikey says NXT 2.0 looks like Nickelodeon. <laughs> Pretty much, bro. Pretty much. All right, hurry up, Sin City, so we can go over to uh, NXT hey. so I can talk about that. The, the real 2.0. Oh, geez. All right, so uh, <laughs> last, whatever you say. Um, can we just have a moment of silence for Fuego Del Sol's car? Oh, yeah. Okay, anyway. Um, yeah, so Miro versus Fuego Del Sol. <laughs> 
for the TNT Championship. And uh, the stip for this was uh, championship versus Fuego Del Sol's Hyundai accent that he got because he just got the contract, the K-H-A-N tract. <sighs> okay. Okay. Well, I I, I, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it, the, the match went nine minutes plus, but it was uh, Miro just wrecking shop, man. Yeah. Wrecking shop. We saw Sammy Guevara come out and uh, – you know, have a face off with Miro. Uh, do we see Sammy be the one to take that TNT championship from Miro? Mm. I wouldn't exactly hate that. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't either, but uh, I, uh, I don't know. I guess I have to see how yeah. much I really believe that. Regardless, man, next week is going to be uh, two very solid shows. Uh, both Dynamite and Rampage are going to be two hours apiece. So uh, that's going to be pretty solid. Uh, yeah, the lineups are out there. Pretty awesome stuff, man. Um, yeah. Suzuki Goon, like I said, uh, Lucha Bros versus the HFO, I guess. Uh, Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD versus Ruby Soho. Yeah. Uh, and quite frankly, those two, those two shows, I mean, they're building them up to be almost pay-per-view quality. So, yeah, I, I don't, um, yeah, good stuff. And I, and like I say, I, I, I enjoy watching, uh, AEW, it's amazing just seeing um, a, a jam-packed uh, arena and just watching this going from city to city. It's just it's it's <laughs> it's amazing to see it. I, you can't lie. You can't sit back, even if you're a hater of it, and go, "Man, they're not doing nothing. They're they're making moves, and it's showing." You know, they're not they're not doing too bad for a t-shirt company. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> But let me go, man. 2.0 NXT. I was quite concerned knowing who was going to take over. I still have some um, some thoughts about that. On the other hand, as an introduction of NXT 2.0, I don't I don't see too much. Uh, I don't have too much of a problem with it. I I like the setup. I like the little small place for the you know folks to sit and watch um i like the lighting um i like all of that you know i've even the intro what they're using that they've been using i like that so so far the different colors i'm with it i don't have a problem with it i thought all that was great um uh they i guess they introduced was it Braun breaker yeah um and that guy right there is a beast i'm not familiar with him but He's a monster. I just wish they would have let him use the name that they announced for him earlier in the week. What was that? It, well, it's uh, that they had originally announced that they were going to use the name of Rex Steiner for him. Oh, <laughs> um, because obviously it, he's Rick Steiner's son. Right. And um, yeah. It, okay. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know there was, was going to be a different name. When okay. he was cutting that promo, he was, he, he definitely sounded like his dad as he was saying some of the words. It was, it was actually kind of, kind of cool to hear sure so yeah but yeah i mean uh but awesome i mean he was definitely showing um and and great match between him and la Knight. um of course imperium looking good as always uh they was going to get some what brooke and jensen so uh i'm not familiar with them but um one one of the guys is completely brand new the other one was in the uh, breakout tournament or as okay. i like to call it the outbreak tournament the outbreak 
Oh, man. But no, a good match there and, and everything. Um, man, I got a chance to see BFAT yep. uh, have a match. And uh, I'm a fan of Hit Row. Seems like a lot of folks are a fan of Hit Row, I, you know, just watching the uh, the crowd and everything. So that was that's a pretty that's pretty dope. But uh, uh, but Electra Lopez has some words too. I'm kind of liking to see where this goes um, with this whole beef. So I'm really into that right now, um, and I thought that came out really good. Um, Trick Williams. <laughs> Uh, yeah um you you just you just had to know that carmelo hayes was gonna turn heel at some point i didn't think it was he, gonna happen that but i like how that i like dude. it happened right in uh right right in front of our eyes man normally yeah. that uh that happens over time but he went straight from smiling to, to straight beat down i'm liking yeah it, it dude it, it it was it was really good and the thing is i I don't want to say that I thought he was heel, but I thought that when he made his appearance in the breakout tournament yeah. before winning the thing, you know, I was like, they're, they're definitely misusing this guy as a, as a humble baby face. Um, his look definitely just screams, I'm a heel and I'm going to kick your ass and I'm going to tell you why I'm going to do it. Right. So I think that I, out of all of the kind of fresh faces, um, on this show, uh, I was, I was, I, I, other than Braun Breaker going to win the NXT championship in a month. Yeah. Uh, I think Carmelo <laughs> Hayes has the best trajectory of everybody that we saw. Right, so. right, right, right. Um, in my notes, I put poor Drake Maverick. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, all in that match, all I heard was, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> no joke dude <laughs> he was he was he was going crazy man with the reaction someone go check on him <laughs> See, i think he's dying oh man um the kree brothers yeah 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 I'm yeah winning. monsters man the uh the it, it's good that uh they're giving they're giving the diamond mine a fresh new tag team and you know, some guys that you just tell that their gimmick is not too far from what they really are. You know what I mean? Right. Like the it, it's, it's almost like as if it's who they are turned up to 11 and they've all, you know, that's something that's always been said in pro wrestling is those are always the best gimmicks. Yeah. The ones where, it's your normal personality just turned all the way up. So, right. And, then, and, and shout out, shout out to Ivy Nile too. Right. Uh, for, you know, friend of the show. That's right. So. Yep. She was, uh, we interviewed her just to show people. That's why it's good to listen to uh, our interviews. Cause you may not know, you know who they are now, but these people we interview are future, <laughs> future stars for, uh, <laughs> lack of a better uh, term there. <laughs> That are going to um, that's going to move up. So um, it was good to see her her get her spot there too. So yeah, um, and then of course you had the NXT Championship. Did you did you think uh, Kyle was not going to make the match? No, I uh, I was honestly I was kind of bummed. 
that that he was taken out of the match. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, when you see that there's going to be uh, a new NXT, a new era, a new chapter, all that kind of shit, and then somebody who has done extremely well for himself in NXT gets taken out of the match, and they put in a brand new fresh face. Instantly, I'm thinking, okay, well, they're going to hot shot the title to Von Wagner, and that was instantly what I was worried about. Yeah. Um, thankfully, that wasn't the case, though. Yeah. Absolutely. And and no offense to Von Wagner, but you know, I, I just don't think that he he's the, fir- the, the best person to carry the title to start this new, this new era, new chapter of NXT. Right. Well, shout out to uh, Tomasa Champa. He is the NXT champ. He's got Goldie again. So she's back. She's back. <laughs> so um, that was exciting to see. Uh, but like some more, Joe said, man, I don't know, Tommaso, if you want to hold that when he gets well, you know. I think that's when I would hey. relinquish the title. <laughs> sign sign me up to see Champa versus Joe. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Sign me up for that one. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, of course, we've got to talk about the wedding, man. Oh, yeah. You know what? Listen, out of all the weddings we've seen, and just not in WWE, but just in pro wrestling in general. This one was actually one that wasn't like like horrible where it turned into this big, I don't know, fight match or or whatever, you know. It just You know, you know why it was good? Why? Because it was a wedding. It wasn't it wasn't <laughs> yeah. like, you know, just a clusterfuck with you know, an altar and people acting like they're getting married. Right. This was, they actually went through with the, you know, with in WWE canon, you know, Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell are now married. So, right. Yeah. It, it, it was, it was, it was fun. It was. It was and shout out to, fun and for putting uh, mics on a lot of the uh, talent. Yeah, that was sitting down <laughs> because it was great. I'm like, wow, you can hear them really good with Gargano and, all of that, all of that was, um, yeah, all of that was just put together so well. And, uh, you know, I'm not normally one to toot my own, my own horn, but okay. uh, to toot, <laughs> um, and because I'm going to quote John in the chat. Okay. First off, shout out to Sin City Steve for calling Dexter Loomis's first words on NXT as I do. Send the check, Uncle Bruce. Next. <laughs> he did. It was, you know what's so funny? If you go back and watch him, maybe you actually seen this, but when it was his time to talk, you could you could see like the audience member, and you kind of see them holding their hand back, like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. He's about to say it. He's about to <laughs> like everybody was really hanging on to every word to see what he was gonna say. That was just great. That was Dude, awesome. And- and also Austin Theory. We don't we don't ever talk about him or how well he plays his character. That is true. But dude, he plays a dumb motherfucker better than <laughs> almost anybody. He does. Just so oblivious to everything. It's right. Great work. Just great work. Because I was wondering where this ring was. <laughs> and then Jacket Man's got it the whole damn time. Like, do you even know him? I think Arcano asked him. Man, <laughs> good stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was very well put together. Oh man, um, I, I'm liking it, and, man. And and it's, it it sent the crowd home happy. True. 
you know can't yeah. go wrong yeah absolutely um 2.0 man i'm i'm with it i'm with it i just hope they can continue we'll you see. know i'm i don't i'm I with don't... it for now yeah We'll we'll see we'll see how many how many weeks it takes for Braun Breaker to uh, break Champa and take the title. <laughs> well, I got the I thought that was pretty interesting that you know they start they ended the show with 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 that and I'm like yeah wow Braun's already going straight for you know for I mean he's definitely built for it don't get me wrong but oh yeah but oh yeah but to go but be the next one to go right to it I was like oh, okay I mean whatever. You know, let's see where it goes. Right. Won't shoot it down. Oh man. Um Impact Wrestling. Ooh. I um they did have their pay per view. I didn't write a whole bunch of notes down. For the show last week, I did see that um Rhino got his ass beat out of violent by design. <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, I guess they're going to roll with three instead of four. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, or maybe they'll let him back in. I mean, it's been, it's, his, his storyline has been kind of, been kind of iffy for a moment. He's, you know, at one point they had to, you know, they, they had to uh, beat him up, but I thought he got like, um, like some sort of baptism they took him through and, <laughs> you know, and I thought maybe he was blood clear. in blood out. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> I thought he was cleared and, he was good and ready to roll, and then he got his ass beat again. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. He might be really kicked out this time. But um, nevertheless, the uh, they did have their pay-per-view event. Or I shouldn't say pay-per-view, but their event on Impact Plus. And some of the notable uh, matches that they had, they had the the impact tag team titles, which was the good brothers versus Willie Mack and rich Swan, And of course the good brothers, uh, still maintain. I mean, they, um, you know, they be holding it down, man. When it comes to the, the, the title there, you know, <laughs> they, 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 they're, they're winners there. When they, when you ever, you see them, when they will pop up on, uh, a W they were like losers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like for real. But then, uh, yeah. but then when they show up on their own show, they're like winners. So it's like, ah, uh, I don't it's know. Crazy, it is. Um, let me see some other matches that they had. They had. Um, I know they had the championship match that was Ace, uh, Ace Austin and Christian, and and pretty much Christian ended up, uh, of course, winning that one. But what I thought was really cool. All right, so there was a match earlier, the X Division, with Josh Alexander and Chris Sabin. And Josh won that too. Josh has just been unbelievable since City since he's had this belt. I mean, bro, he's a monster. He is. So check this out. After the match with uh Christian's match beating Ace, Josh comes to the ring. And I never knew there was a, a so-called option C. But apparently, Josh chose option C, which was to relinquish his X Division title to to fight Christian for the Impact World title. 
Well, that's the only way that they're going to get that X division championship off of them. Pretty much. But, but this is where, this is when I get excited and, and, but I always have to set myself up for, for failure because I'm excited because I'm like, boom, finally, Josh has been showing to be a dominant player in the X division. To me, clearly he can now shine Christian. Clearly he should, as an impact employee, take the impact world title but i feel the letdown coming and it just doesn't make sense to me because now you've got your opportunity to have it as as like i say i i have no issues with christian christian's he's, he's good for you know he's, he's good but he's still not an employee of he's he's good it, for an outsider right you know, and just because AEW don't know what to freaking do with them right now, because they got uh, one million <laughs> wrestlers over there, okay, to, uh, you know, so they go, hey, why don't you go over here and represent? No, sorry, find something for him to do, put the belt back over onto Josh, and that would be awesome. By the way, that match is going to be at Bound for Glory here in Vegas. I'm excited. Okay, because yeah. I will be there, and I'm going to be pulling for Josh. So, um, yeah, man, I was happy to see that all go down. Um, overall, it seemed like it was a great pay-per-view. To be honest, I didn't get a chance to, to, to watch it. That's a work day for me. I just read up for everything. But uh, overall, it seemed like it turned out great. Um, um, that was pretty much all the all the matches that's really worth mentioning was, was those three. Uh, but, so go ahead. So impact. Yeah. Uh, from the chat, Chris asks, "Rich Swan didn't win. Someone yells shenanigans for impact." <laughs> oh man, you know it would be nice for them to be the uh, the tag team uh, champions, but I, I don't see it coming, man. I don't I don't see it for the, for those two. But they they also I mean when you see Rich and Willie, uh, when you see them in the ring. They give you the, the 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 they make you believe that they have what it takes to actually win those belts, but somehow you know the good brothers always seems to come back you know and and on top. So you know it is what it is. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see what happens with that. But um, man, bountiful glory. And by the way. If you happen to be in Vegas, live near Vegas, whatever, tickets go on sale for that this Friday. So if you're interested in wanting to come to an impact taping in Vegas, the show, I believe, is October 23rd. Um, yeah. And then they're also going to do two tapings the that Sunday and that Monday. So if you happen to just make it a whole weekend, you know, come for the pay-per-view then do the tapings on Sunday, the tapings on Monday, uh, Sunday, then on Monday, and just have an impact experience. It's going to be over at Sam's Town where they've done a lot of their shows, and it's going to be an exciting time. So if you could kind of remember, throw that on your uh, calendar uh, to get tickets. They're going to sell Friday. All right. Um, with Ring of Honor, Steve, not a whole lot was going on. They had one match, uh, Rhett Titus versus Mike Bennett. for uh, the. Mm-hmm. It was a pure rules match. 15 minutes, and believe it or not, there was there was no winner, which means the judges had to get involved. It went the entire 15 minutes, and no one okay, can right nobody. On. So that's that just show you how I mean they're they're, all, they're great. So I didn't know who was going to come yeah. out of that, uh, but the judges eventually gave 
the match over to uh, Mike Bennett and, okay. um, you know, and gave him the overall match. So we'll see where that goes uh, in the future, where they'll take that. But it was an awesome match to see that. Ring of Honor, I always I always talk about it. Like you had mentioned, one-hour wrestling is just, it's just fantastic. And what Ring of Honor does, which I know AEW, they can't do just because they have so much um, talent that they have to get going within that one hour. Uh, but Ring of Honor does a very good um, recap on why you're about to see the match you see. And usually it's about a good 10-minute, hmm. it could be a good anywhere between 5 to 10-minute uh, sort of video package. One person says their, their deal, then they go over to the other wrestler, they say they deal, and then after they come back from commercial, they go right into that match. So now you have a really good idea on you know, why you're going to be very um, invested into that particular match. And they do that all the time. So Ring of Honor is still doing their thing. Uh, New Japan, man, let's just get right into that. Um, I know they're in their um, – what is it now? Is it uh, – the G1. G1, right. G1 is off and running, man. Yeah. It's uh it's it's been pretty awesome so far. Uh already a match a possible match of the year candidate. Okay. Um night 1, very first night of the entire tournament. Um Tomohiro Ishii versus Shingo Takagi. Mm -hmm. Those guys went almost a half hour. Um wow. and it was it was almost a five-star match. Wow. Uh, according mm -hmm. to uh according to both the uh, pro wrestling torch and the wrestling observer. Okay. So um, it's not, it's not just Meltzer giving it, you know, the, the inflated score, <laughs> but uh, no, right. it, it, you know, both, uh, both very reputable outlets are saying that the match was very solid um, just from the names involved in the match. I mean, Ishii mm -hmm. is unreal. Yeah. Um, just, just the amount of, the amount of, uh, just how tough that guy is is yeah. just unreal. If you've if you've never watched an Ishii match, um, I highly recommend finding a way. Spend the the nine bucks for New Japan World. Seek this match out. Um, Shingo Takagi and Tomohiro Ishii from night one of the thirty um, first G one Climax tournament. Yeah. Um, and look it look it up, man. It was. It, better than damn near anything that I saw this week um, wow. on any show. Legit. Wow. Like, okay. It, that was, that was the best thing that I saw this week. And it wasn't on, you know, any of the major shows that we cover. Gotcha. Um, so yes, impact. That is, that's one thing that you need to get on there, bro. Um, gotcha. But yeah, so we've had two nights uh, of the, uh, of the G one and uh so we've gone. Uh, I'll just run over show results really quickly. Okay. Uh, show show defeated uh, uh, Oiwa. Uh, Yujihiro uh, Yujiro Takahashi uh, defeated Kota Ibushi. Uh, night one. Uh, Great Okan defeated Tangaloa. Okay. Toriyano defeated Kenta in what was a uh, complete shit box of a match. But <laughs> then again, anything where Yano's involved is comedy, and it's. You either love it or you absolutely hate it. I'll gotcha. just leave it at that. Okay. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Tetsuya Naito. Um, and Takagi defeated Tomohiro Ishii. Uh, night two, the B block. 
uh, show defeated Fujita mm-hmm. um, via refer- uh, referee stoppage. Um, so kind of interesting. We'll see what the fallout is from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Evil defeated Yoshihashi. Um, my pick to win the G1, and I said it last week, Jeff Cobb okay. defeated Chase Owens. Okay. Um, so we're we're 1-0, man. That's right. We're, we're going to make it happen. I'm Cobb's coming for Jeff, too. This fucking thing. Let's do it. Finally. Cobb's winning it. Come on. Uh, Sonata defeated Tamatanga. Taichi defeated Hiroki Goto. Uh, and the main event of night two, Kazuchika Okada defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi. So we'll see, uh, you know, how things shape out for the next couple of nights uh, in the tournament. Now, keep in mind, the G1 is a round-robin style tournament. Mm-hmm. So even if I mention uh, one of the guys that you're pulling for as uh, losing a match, don't worry. Uh, they could still come back, and they could still win the thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, are these, interesting. Are these happening every night? Up. Uh, yeah, so basically the, um, the nights, uh, September – um 18th and 19th and then 23rd 24th okay um and then the 29th and 30th october 1st and 3rd yeah so i mean gotcha. they're it looks like as if they've got a a little kind of uh spacing going on with that so right okay well good stuff man hopefully everybody is getting a chance to uh check out a little new japan and uh for that price that's not bad if not you should yeah Absolutely. And especially during this time, man, you get a chance to see some of the, uh, this matches, these matches that's going on is, um, is, is, is definitely the time where you get a chance to see people at their greatness, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. So jump on that. I think with that Sin City, we've covered, uh, we've covered our wrestling duties. So we should get a paycheck. I don't know when it's going to come or who's going to cut it. But uh, maybe cut we... that shit. Send it to me. That's right. Because we need it. But uh, <laughs> we thank everybody for hanging out with us. We're, um, if you're listening to us online, of course, we're going to be back in just a few. If I can, I, I figured out a way how to get us on. Now I got to figure out how to get us off and then how to get us back on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for y'all, well, there you go. Right, <laughs> for y'all who don't know, let me clarify. I'm actually running the uh, the board here on our live stream. Something I normally don't do. Uh, believe it or not, Matt Michaels takes care of all of our live stream. Everything that you see, he uh, handles on his own. Everything normally you hear on the podcast when you download it is what happens on my end. I usually take care of all the audio. So um, tonight I'm doing all of it, and uh, this is definitely a new role for me. But uh, it looked like we at least got this part out because we had quite a few people online. So thank you. Uh, <laughs> thanks for hanging out with us. Um, if you're not listening to us, you listen to us through our podcast, make sure to tune in uh, for Tuesday's download because the three-count topics are going to be really good. And I know you're going to want to hear and have your opinion on that. All right? So if you're watching us live, just hang on there, and we will uh, we'll be back, all right? Until then, thanks for hanging out with us, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting.